Greetings from Longtime No See the Podcast. Every week we'll be inviting two blindfolded comedians to answer a series of questions about their careers, lives, and opinions. Now, let's remove those blindfolds and start the show. Hi! What would your opening line with your celebrity crush be? Loved you in Harry Potter. <laughs> Worst date you've been on. A man bit my neck mole off once. You did what? A man bit my neck mole off. Oh my god, Jack almost fell off his chair. Be sure to follow and subscribe to the podcast. Two, set. So this morning I woke up to a tweet that said that Yungi was featured and he also produced a song that is going to be on IU's next album. Yeah, that was such big news when we heard it. And it's been viral on Twitter and really on all the social media platforms because it's a huge collaboration. Yeah, I'm so excited about this because I really love IU. I do too. I enjoy her music. Yeah, her music is so great. And so I'm really excited to just see how they work together on this. And um, Mm -hmm. yeah, I cannot wait to listen. Mm -hmm. I love how much Yoongi collaborates with other people and produces songs with and works with other artists. Um, I think it's just so great that he does that. Yeah. I always, I always go back to when he won that award for producing. I think it, I don't remember who it was, but he produced one song and he got an award for it. For wine. Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. right. For wine. And he... Uh, ended up winning a a melon award for it and when he was going up there was like g cook acting like his bodyguards (laughs) walking him up oh that was adorable so um anyways when i think of this i think like something like that might happen again yeah i just love that he has the freedom and the time to produce outside of bts because like you know it's just what he really loves to do and what he loves to work Mm -hmm. on so yeah yeah super awesome um that's coming out on may 6th may 6th so that's soon really soon soon. yeah a week or a little over a week yeah anyways welcome back iconics and if you're new to the podcast i'm kayla and i'm bethany and this is standing bts yes yes welcome to another wonderful episode where we get to hang out for about an hour and just talk about bts What a wonderful hour it is, too. But disclaimer, this is an informative fangirl podcast. That means that we're going to fangirl, laugh, and learn a little bit along the way. Yep, that's right. This is an explicit podcast, though, so if you aren't cool with that, you can dip out now. We won't blame you. Totally. But if you're down for some, this whole fucking event is I bang bang conic. Oh my gosh. I love that. (laughs) I love it so much. So clever. But it is. So cheesy. (laughs) Or I can't wait for the Break the Silence documentary. Oh my God. I am so excited. I'm so Mm -hmm. excited. The trailer for it has me has me hooked. I'm ready. I know. I'm ready for it. I feel like there's mm-hmm. going to be drama. I feel like there's going to be action. I feel, you know. Yeah. yeah. I feel like, you know, break the silence that we're going to just really get more insight on what goes on be- behind stage and just 
all the struggles that they go through, but also a lot of the accomplishments and, and just emotion that goes along with the, the success. So yeah, I'm ready for it. Yeah. I always love like burn the stage, all that. It's, it's really eye opening. Yeah. I finally downloaded Weavers for it. Wow. You did? <laughs> I know. No yeah. way. <laughs> because it's streaming on Weavers. I know I had it before, but I just never used oh. it. So I ended up getting rid of it. But yeah, I redownloaded it. And because uh, obviously I have to watch, watch it. it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So anyways, if you're down for all of that, then you're in the right place. Because today we are talking about Bang Bang Con, um, much requested, and we are super excited to talk about it. But before we get into it, we want to say thank you, Iconics, for being here and for supporting us. If you would like to support us even further and have access to our Google Docs full of episode notes, important links, and pictures, you can do that by donating monthly to our Patreon at patreon.com slash standingbts. Or if you'd like, you can make a one-time donation at paypal.me slash standingbtspodcast. Your support helps us to improve the quality of our content and to continue putting out weekly episodes. Any type of support is super appreciated. Thank you, Iconics, for being here. Really happy, mm-hmm. really excited for this episode. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be super fun. Um, we do have to share and talk about our charity of the month, Um Hopefully you caught it at the end of last week's episode. We posted kind of like a pre-recorded episode last week. So hopefully um, you caught it when we added it on to the end and you listened to the end and heard it. Or if you didn't, maybe you saw our tweet about it. But um, in response to the COVID-19 crisis and pandemic um this month we are hoping that you'll donate with us to the global food banking network or gfn um covid19 is risking lives and livelihoods more than one-third of the globe's workers are unemployed due to the pandemic um, according to the international labor organization and this combined with chronic hunger and poverty is driving demand for food bank service to unprecedented levels the global food banking network is supporting local food banks that are on the front lines of providing hunger uh hunger relief during this crisis please check out the link in the description to donate and for more information on their response to covid19 or you can become a patron on our patreon and help donate along with us thanks for donating with us guys yeah we're both really passionate about this um i think a lot of you guys know about everything that's going on with the crisis so uh we felt that this was really fitting for the month of april okay so an overview of this week's episode we're going to start off with some introduction information on what Bonbon Khan entailed, our experiences watching it live, some of the most iconic moments from the concerts, and then lastly, we're going to share some of you iconics experiences at Bonbon Khan. Yes. Mm-hmm. And thank you to everyone who submitted uh, their, their experience. We really appreciate it. Yeah, for sure. So Bonbon Khan was a BTS online concert weekend. Uh, So just getting into some overview, just information about it, it was streamed on Bandhan TV on YouTube. And it was on April 18th and April 19th. And it took place at 12 p.m. Korean Standard Time. Uh, It was pretty much a 24-hour concert video, like compilation, basically. Mm -hmm. it was pretty significant to us and interesting that it was put on YouTube because we've seen a lot of these types of things be streamed on the live 
or potentially even weavers, mm-hmm. things like that. But uh, they decided to have it on their Bantan TV YouTube page. And we found it very interesting that Namjoon had gone live on YouTube for the first time just prior to BombonCon. And when he did, he actually crashed YouTube. Yeah. I mean, come on. Insanity. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I remember seeing tweets like, what are you guys going to do when BombonCon happens? Like, <laughs> uh, but it's also interesting because J-Hope also just went live on YouTube. So seems like Big Hip and BTS are utilizing YouTube more frequently, which is just interesting. Um, but the use of the Western platform instead of v, uh, Live or Weverse, it really is just them dominating social media on every platform, Mm -hmm. every platform. And truly for me, I love that they're dominating every platform, but oh my gosh, is it hard to keep up with? Because now I need notifications on YouTube. I need notifications on Twitter. I need Mm -hmm. notifications on, you know, whatever, Weverse, et cetera. Yeah. And here's how I think about it too. It's not that we necessarily have to keep up with it all in all of the places because like, for example, on Twitter, I can subscribe to Twitter accounts that give me Weavers updates and like YouTube updates mm-hmm. and whatever else. That's true. But what I think is interesting is that like they're dominating Western platform like YouTube like crashing it randomly when Namjoon is just doing a random live or like streaming 24 hours worth of content on this platform and just thinking about the different audiences that might engage with it as opposed to if they were streaming on V Live or Weverse, which is not widely known, you know? Mm-hmm. That's just, very true. Yeah. Especially Weverse and V Live. Mm-hmm. Um, very much especially Weverse. But yeah, to have it on YouTube, very accessible. Lots of people get on YouTube all around the world. Yeah, so, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so these concerts included, for day one, they did the 2015 HYYH Live on Stage, 2016 HYYH On Stage Epilogue, 2014 Live Trilogy, Episode 2, The Red Bullet, and then BTS Third Muster. For the second day, they did 2017 Live Trilogy, Episode 3, The Wings Tour in Seoul, 2017 Live Trilogy Episode 3, The Wings Tour, The Final, BTS Fourth Muster, and then BTS World Tour, Love Yourself and Soul. So those wow. were all of the concerts that were streamed on YouTube over a two-day period, 12 hours each day, a, you know, total of 24 hours. It was insanity. <laughs> what a lineup. I mean, really, all of these concerts, Musters, you know, in addition Musters to... Musters are the best. Yeah, But, I like, mean, the Red Bullet, I remember yeah. being really excited to see that the Red Bullet was was going to be there. Um, you know, all of the wings. Uh, and I just love that they went in this order, right? Like, you got mm-hmm. to see on day one a lot of their early stuff. A lot of the stuff that most armies today didn't get to experience yeah and so it really provided a concert experience for the the newer armies Uh, and there's a lot of newer armies Mm -hmm. so it was special very very special and and exciting and even for the older armies it's like wow we get to re-experience this yeah because you know we've had a lot of time and you know know about the that these 
existed and have gone back and watched, you know, videos or whatever from these concerts. But just to be able to experience it all again new is so cool. Like just the concept of them doing this event, you know, for all armies, no matter where they are to experience together is so cool. So cool. Yeah. So let's get into our experience a little bit that we had while we were personally watching it. Um, So for me, I felt and still feel a little bit guilty because I really slept through most of it. Um, It's, I feel terrible to say this, but truly, I went to bed both nights, like not even thinking about it. Like I was just so tired didn't even think of I just went to sleep and then the day on day two I woke up in the morning and I don't I happened to get like a notification or something and I opened it up and I ended up watching about like the last 40 minutes of the love yourself tour um and I was like damn I've I missed out so much the last two days but these but even just the last bit of this concert was so amazing and even just getting like that's you know we went to the love yourself and speak yourself concert so just re-experiencing what we experienced you know again was just so amazing and I, I, I wish I would have saw more, but I'm happy that I saw any at all while it was live. And then when you and I were doing research, it was super, super fun just catching up on clips together from the live stream. Mm-hmm. And I know you feel guilty about it and <laughs> you really shouldn't feel guilty about it because it was ungodly hours for people in North America. But people did it. A lot of people, people did it. People did it. Yes. Yes. But there are... Uh, a good chunk of armies who only tuned in here and there because that's true you really had to prepare for it you had to commit and truthfully when they released the concerts and the times (laughs) and the length (laughs) i was intimidated i'm like wow that is a lot to commit to yeah so for me i did tune in for both day one and day two but i did not watch the entirety of the concerts just because it was entirely it was just too difficult to stay awake for me um Mm -hmm. i was by myself i was like out on my couch my you know Corey's asleep hazel's asleep it's dark and i'm just (laughs) you know i feel like if i had if i had the chance opportunity to have someone with me i you know would have but we can't really do that right now so it was just kind of difficult and i didn't prepare for it like a lot of a lot of other armies really prepared i mean they had snacks they had food they had you know party lights you know they were Mm -hmm. going all out and i should have done something like that but i wasn't mentally there oh yeah however i was able to see a pretty good chunk of day one uh for the h1bh on stage performances and then for day two I watched a lot more day two. I watched the Wings tour in Seoul and the final. And I also watched some of the Fourth Muster and Love Yourself. Mm -hmm. So I got the most emotional or like the most experience out of the the Wings part of the the Mm -hmm. concert because we had just started to join the fandom when the Wings tour was happening. And Love Yourself hadn't come, you know, Love Yourself Her hadn't come out yet. So I remember seeing clips of Wings, but I was such a new army. I didn't really comprehend a lot of it. I didn't feel really attached to it. I definitely remember the day that I discovered what theories were because all the, like, 
freaking wings. Oh my shit. God. Like yeah. all those, like, you know, short films, highlight reels, all that. Well, the highlight reels for Love Yourself ended up coming later, but like, it was much like, later, but yeah. you know, I saw the solo stages and to see them again, the solo stages made me so emotional. Like seeing Mama, seeing Awake, Stigma, Reflection, all of it. I'm like, oh my gosh, I wish I would have gone to this, but I felt. Mm-hmm. While I was watching it, like I was there and I was I was finally getting to experience it, you know, and like I I felt that way about HYWH too. Um, But for some reason, wings really hit me. And that's also when I felt like, wow, we've kind of been in this fandom for a while. Like we've been here. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy because when you said like you know other other armies like totally went all out with like decorations and everything it made me think of when you decorated and had that party in 2017 when bts went Mm -hmm. to the amas for the first time Mm -hmm. and i was like yeah that three years ago we definitely would have you know gone all out for this and probably stayed up all night even though we had work in the morning or school or whatever like Definitely, you know, and it just made me think like, damn, we kind of are like veteran armies at this point. It's crazy to think because we've always felt so new. I always felt I wish I joined the fandom earlier. I wish I knew about them earlier. Uh, I think Mm -hmm. today, even when we were finishing up research, we were like, man, I wish we would have what we could have been BTS fans when we were freshmen in college. What were we doing? (laughs) (laughs) 2013. yeah, and that's something that we've said before, too. Yeah. But but watching this, I'm like, everyone joins the fandom at some point And don't, I guess I just was like, I'm happy and content, really, truly content with when we join the fandom because yeah. we've gotten to see a lot of growth. But no matter when, this is something I used to say a lot in the past, but whenever you join the fandom is when you were meant to join the fandom and be happy with, like, just knowing yeah that you are getting to experience and be a part of the fandom and support BTS. Yeah, and and we just all get to go on our own walk with them. And it's just, I think you and I are just getting to that point now where we can really look back on the walk that we've had. And that's why the Wings concert makes you and makes both of us emotional just because that's really when we came in mm-hmm. was while that tour yeah. was happening and you and I have watched you have the the video um like you actually have the concert trilogy package and so we've watched it together before and just watching that you really do feel like you're there and it is mm-hmm. such an incredible I forgot concert. that we did that yeah it was a yeah. long time ago yeah I had gotten the wings concert trilogy on mm-hmm. DVD and I had you over and we watched it man yeah. that feels like forever ago I know <laughs> I was at the condo I, I think I was still t- an undergrad no I was yeah. still, I was in grad school yeah so when we were researching together also because this was also part of our experience of watching the event um we actually got our army bombs out together and mm-hmm. just like as we were FaceTiming and, you know, we had the lights on and it was so fun. Oh, it was so fun. Um, I don't know the names of the the army bombs, like the generations, but I have one of the older ones and then I have the ones that we both have the one from like the Love Yourself tour. But I had I was like double fisting army bombs and I turned out the <laughs> lights and we both turned our army bombs on it. It was really fun. Yeah. And maybe we should have like planned to do that. Just FaceTime, I guess, for 24 hours <laughs> over a span of two days. 
Um, that would have been really yeah. fun, but we didn't plan that out. Um, but getting to rewatch and experience a lot of it together for research was really fun. And we definitely see how this online concert experience really felt like you were at the concert. I mean, we were both singing fan chants. Uh, mm-hmm. When we watched Born Singer, when Born, Born Singer came on, guys, I sobbed. And this wasn't even for the live Bon Bon Con streaming. This was just me watching it later. And you and I were FaceTiming and I just sobbed. And I was like, wow, I feel this emotional release that I actually experience at concerts. Because, and I've always tried to explain this and how I feel when this happens. Um, But like at the ends of, at the ends of concerts or during like really emotional songs like Truth Untold or something like that, I'll end up just crying. Mm -hmm. And there's no real Mm -hmm. thought that goes in my mind. It's just like this emotional release type of crying that comes out of nowhere. And that happened with me for Born Singer. And I told you that. I'm like, wow, I'm Mm -hmm. so happy they did this. I'm so happy they did Bon Bon Con. It was really a great, incredible thing that they did for ARMY. Yeah, just... I mean, we, it was a unifying moment, definitely. And I think it's just good timing on their part and excellent Mm -hmm. planning to do something like this right now. And, um, definitely allowed us to kind of feel that like overwhelming, like euphoria that we get, you know, from that concert Mm -hmm. experience that brings tears to your eyes. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. So now we're going to get into some of the iconic moments from these concerts. There's an abundance of iconic moments. Uh, Truly, in Kayla and I's eyes, everything is iconic. Uh, (laughs) But these are some of the ones that really just stood out to us that we were were able to jot down. So uh, during the third muster for day one, the original I Purple You Mint from Young took place. This is where that happened. Mm -hmm. And it just really had me reflect on how far and what Purple U has become today. Because when he gave this speech originally, BTS were like a little, not thrown off, but like, whoa, where is he going with this? What is this? And then they were like, wow, I love that, that new, interesting definition of what, you know, purple is and to say I purple you. And from way back from third muster to now, it has grown drastically that when they go to cities all around the world, we have like monumental buildings in those cities lighting up purple when BTS is in town. I mean, it's just incredible, monumental. It's it's a movement, this I purple you. Yeah, and I I mean, and even just like, you know, he, it's described as meaning like I love you, but we know that there's so much more meaning behind using the word purple or saying Borahe or even having a purple heart emoji, you know, when you send a tweet to somebody because it is that whole love of ARMY and BTS and everything that's wrapped up in it. It's representative of that mm-hmm. moment, you know? And yeah. of all of it. My purple, my purple you. you. Did I tell you that my friend who does not stand BTS or care about K-pop at all in Olympia, she loves crafting and she gave me a card for Valentine's Day 
and she did a little Korean hand heart drawing and then in the like little heart of the the fingers she colored in a purple heart and I'm like (gasps) how do you know about this and she's like actually I just saw this purple heart everywhere she and she didn't know what it was so she asked me what the meaning of it was wow oh my gosh that's so sweet it is it's iconic um so another moment is Tony Montana fucking (laughs) (laughs) I love Tony Montana I think everybody loves the Tony Montana performance um because we get powerful Yoongi right dominating the whole stage and then all of a sudden Jimin coming in and uh actually obviously I didn't watch this live but people tweeted this like so kindly at us and so the next morning I woke up to finding all of these like clips of um this performance of Tony Montana on our timeline again just because so iconic so iconic it is iconic Jimin with this performance how he comes out with the bill of his hat just like pulled down fully the way he's he's like doing the opposite of crouch walking like his hips are so forward but his voice is so nasty yeah yeah the whole attitude that both of them have during this performance is, you know, it's mm-hmm. cocky and it's, you know, I don't know, unapproachable, maybe. Unapproachable. unapproachable. That's a good yeah, way to put it. <laughs> um, another moment was from the um, the HYYH epilogue and it's Jimin's Ment. And I think this is truly a really iconic moment because Jimin addresses each of the members individually and just thanks them for supporting them and for helping him like be happy and like just encouraging him and um it's a really emotional moment and a lot of them tear up and he definitely gets choked up and um like has to kind of stop himself from crying a little bit and it's just a sweet moment it's a really sweet moment we've definitely talked about it before on the podcast i have no idea where we mm-hmm. talked about it. No idea, but we yeah, have talked about um, it. But definitely, I think with those men's, usually it's BTS speaking to ARMY, and Jimin for this meant took a step back, and he, he wasn't looking at ARMY. He turned to the members, and he took the time to yeah. talk to each and every one of them and, you know, really express his love and appreciation for them. And it's, yeah, they all, like, a lot of them tear up. Some of them cry. It's iconic for sure uh we already kind of touched on born singer but for us born singer is just anytime they perform this is iconic and very memorable it's such a rare uh treat to see them perform this it's such a meaningful song for them and for army but really for them to perform it it is something that is very meaningful to where they started and how far they've come especially to this point uh at the end of the song they all sing in unison and it's so emotional because they're on that like circling platform where they're looking at an army but when they sing Mm -hmm. in unison they turn in to look at each other and they take this moment in front of this huge audience to just look at each other and really take it in and oh my gosh they're just so passionate i can't express the passion in this mm-hmm. performance and yoongi's like the first one yeah. to start and yoongi really sets the tone he goes off i mean it's just like they're putting everything they have into the song all the emotion they made this song before they debuted truly 
an incredible incredible performance anytime they perform born singer yeah I think whenever they get to perform it, it really makes them reflect. And obviously because they wrote it before they debuted, before they even knew anything about the rest of their future, you know, Mm -hmm. and what it would all become and just how the meaning of the song has definitely changed for them over the years and how they can feel nostalgic through it. And, um, definitely so emotional. And the rappers were all so passionate in their delivery delivery, like Yoongi, like, I feel like he was straining, but it wasn't like aggressive or anything. It was just like, I mean, like pure passion. There's really no he other way to put it. Tears to get in it his out. eyes and yeah. yeah, just really, I mean, yeah. Namjoon and Hosok too, but yeah, mm-hmm. very, very emotional. Um, I, we're talking about all emotional moments as if all of the fucking incredible choreo wasn't iconic too. Like, um, fucking, I've, I forgot how much I loved like the Anpan Man choreo and how fun yeah. it is <laughs> and you know how great it is, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, Another emotional moment that's just iconic because of, I think, how much it means is the Wings final meant. Um, This was just such a massive tour and everybody gets emotional at the end of this one. Yoongi cries. He struggles to get his words out. Jungkook cries. He says, I'm happy, but... And then he just starts crying and he just has so many tears. Mm-hmm. Um He's and, just patting uh, his eyes with like a handkerchief while he's trying yeah. to complete his sentence. But he really mm-hmm. can't. He really can't. But it's so emotional for them because the Wings tour was such a big tour and such a big turning point for them. Like we talk about how that tour being a world tour, we've t- kind of addressed it before, how that gave them more global recognition. And then at the end of it, you know, they're back in Seoul and they're back home kind of celebrating mm-hmm. it, you know? I think the reality of their fame was beginning to set in at this point. Mm-hmm. And uh, truly, love yourself, speak yourself. As we're getting into, um, you know, Map of the Soul, they keep gaining more and more popularity. But from that HYYA transition into Wings and that concert, that world concert with Wings and getting to travel around the world and then they're back in Seoul. Oh, yeah. This is when you see this meant for their their final for Wings, you can see that reality start to set in for them. Yeah, Mm -hmm. for sure. So something that was tweeted at us and mentioned a lot I will never pass up a moment to talk about Take Hook. Um, <laughs> but during Outro Purpose, this is this really iconic moment for Take Hook and during the Red the Red Bullet tour, where I think Jin is kind of trying to flirt with with Jungkook, and Taeyong comes over and he just grabs on to to Jungkook's tie and pulls him in. And man, this is just one of those iconic moments for Tay Cook and this this um yeah. fan service that takes place is just so so memorable so many people know oh, yeah. about it so I'm glad that people uh really took interest in in saying oh this is where it's from oh that's where that came from <laughs> yeah yeah I think that's cool too because so many like little 
like six second videos or like little gifts go around of these moments and it's it can be difficult to place them you know oh yeah and this whole event you got to see where they came from yeah Mm -hmm. the majority of us researching is just trying to figure out where the hell is this from (laughs) yeah like ah always we always struggle with summer packages (laughs) summer packages are are difficult those are difficult because we don't invest in those and i we just really don't know (laughs) and it comes out like you know bon voyage is around the same time and so you're wrapped up in bon voyage and so you don't really and so you're like wait was this bon voyage they have similar hair color was it summer package like what's going on and Mm -hmm. yeah always yeah, but to see the where it originated, that take hook moment. Very yeah, cool. A lot of people were like, "Oh wow, yeah, you can really place it now yeah. and experience it." So I have to talk about um, the Love Yourself concert in Seoul, where Army during Army time sings "Young Forever" as a surprise to BTS, and this moment was incredible. And I remember, you know videos of it going viral on twitter and people everybody who was there like sharing their stories of just how special this was um the whole stadium being lit up with purple army bombs and the words on the screen so that way everybody could sing along as the cameras just kind of panned around the stage bts standing there you know soaking it all in like really they at first were kind of stunned you know trying to figure out what's happening because this was not on the set list Mm -hmm you know and uh then they just are really understanding what this moment is that's happening right now what's going on yeah Yeah. and they tear up and they nothing like this had been done before no and it was so sweet and so special and just like wow to be somebody who was there and carry that with you always how awesome and now we all just got to experience it together i mean everybody who watched we all got got to experience experience it together but the people who were at the concert like that original concert uh you're one of the few one of the few and to be a part of it and to to sing for bts to sing for them you sing you sang for them and oh my god they're like it was the epilogue young forever my goodness emotional (laughs) i good thing i wasn't there i would have been a wreck no for sure (laughs) some of that emotional release too much of it i would probably sob for days i'd have to like see a doctor or something yeah um okay so also during the during love myself uh, or during the love yourself and soul um we just have to talk about Young, his vocal range during answer love myself which of course is the last song of the concert it's like the encore it's super emotional because it's when they're like saying bye and when you're getting that emotional release and like everything that's just like the whole concert is culminating you know it just flashed uh, before your yeah. eyes too and you just got to be with them and now they're about to leave and you're not and how did them two and a half hours go by so quickly like what yeah Yeah. so anyways Young's first of all his range and his harmonies during his part during answer love myself were so beautiful like he went from very low to very high at the end um we linked a video it's a what was it 16 second video 
and he shows so much range and perfect just perfect Mm -hmm. stunning vocals and i just i really enjoyed it so i wanted to talk about it the harmonies the harmonies and he starts off low and then he goes up really high Mm -hmm. impressively high and yeah uh when you show me this this little clip it's linked in our google doc if you guys are a one dollar patron you can access Mm it um but wow it is impressive it is so so stunning very talented he's so talented um another iconic moment i'm pretty sure this was from third muster guys um but it was when Young whips off his glasses during no more dream when like yungi does that like sh- that fake shoot gun over yeah. at him uh-huh and he goes from being super adorable cute squishy cheeks glasses on his face and then he you know gets shot by this imaginary gun and then he whips off his glasses and turns into this super sexy man and (laughs) 100% transformation just in that moment you know duality you know we talk about Park Jones duality but really Young's duality needs more attention Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah That's a, that's one of those gifts that have been out there forever. Like whenever you're looking for a BTS gif and you just type in BTS for a gif, whatever, mm-hmm. it's like almost always yeah. there, that one. Yeah. <laughs> it's iconic. <laughs> for sure. Um, and then lastly here for iconic moments, we just want to say that truly all of Wings, I think this is us being a little biased here because of how we kind of experienced wings and getting to see it, but those solo performances guys, man, when I was watching it live, seeing the, those solo performances, I couldn't help but to get on Twitter Mm -hmm. and start tweeting about it, which I loved getting on Twitter. I'm so glad I did that because a lot of other armies were on Twitter, watching it live, tweeting out their reactions, their feelings. So I really felt like I was there with other people. Uh, and then we were like, just like, wow, this part, this part, you know, just getting to, to really praise them and appreciate them. But I hopped on then and I remember seeing Taeyang's stigma mm. and just knowing that high note in stigma. I tweeted about it because seeing him perform it here at the end of the Wings tour, he perfected that note. When you, I guys, if you have not seen like an evolution video of Taeyang's stigma high note, that boy seriously he worked so hard on that high note he worked so hard so getting to see it and see him do it so flawlessly seeing reflection seeing awake and Mm. freaking mama Mama. yeah seeing mama guys i tweeted out imagine being hosok's mom like he really this performance is incredible uh you know hearing him shout out without any instrumental in the middle of the song before it transitions into having this massive choir appear out of nowhere from behind him hey mama yeah hey mama i mean guys it's like i obviously cried because i guess i cried everything um (laughs) i have more (laughs) i have more of an emotional response than kayla does most of the time but yeah i i couldn't help but to to tweet and talk about it with all of you guys too because wow the wings tour all of all of all of it all of it though is Mm -hmm. incredible i'm so happy they did this yeah the 
the Wings solo performances are just so special. Like when they did that on the album and that was really the first time that they all had like a solo track and for them to get solo performances in the tour was very, very cool. And yeah, yeah. Um, so we want to talk about your guys's about Iconic's experiences in attending Bang Bang Con. Um, we tweeted and posted on Instagram, just asking you to DM us or, you know, like reply with, if you watched it, if you, you know, attended in any capacity, tell us, you know, what you, uh, what you thought about it. And so we just want to share some. Yeah. So, um, this is from Mr. Ushi on Instagram, and they said, what a marathon to stay up. First night, I only lasted from 8 p.m. to midnight. Second night, I was prepared and lasted from 8 p.m. to t- to 3.30 a.m., but then I woke up at 7 a.m. to finish the last hour. The best part was Jungkook butt-bouncing Young across the stage. Ah, cute truly so cute wow such dedication though like to wake yeah. back up early in the morning yeah the fact that they realized the second night they needed to prepare and you really mm-hmm. needed to prepare for this yeah <laughs> <laughs> so from author amelia oliver on instagram which we have met Amelia, when we were in Chicago, super mm-hmm. happy she commented. Um, she also writes a lot of fanfic, so you guys should definitely check her out. Um, but she said, even though I'd seen most of the content, to know ARMY were watching it with me was such an awesome feeling. And truly, this was an incredible component of it, was that every all these other armies were watching it with you. So even though it was 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock in the morning, you knew that there were other people out there watching it with you. Mm-hmm. Very cool. The next one is from Suzanne Call Three on Instagram. Uh, they say, I loved it, especially the Wings era concerts. I'm new to BTS one year, so seeing them made me realize the growth they've had, and I wish I was a fan back then. It was so it was also fun to watch it with army friends who were able to laugh, cry, and fangirl together. I hope they'll do it again. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I feel like we've kind of already talked about it, but we totally understand the feelings of wishing you were a fan back then. But, you know, just like Bethany said earlier, like we all join the fandom at the right mm-hmm. time. And, you know, I, I hope they do something like this again, too. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be awesome. No matter when you join the fandom, you have contributed to a part of BTS's history. So just yeah. know that. Yeah. Aww. So. <laughs> That's so sweet. Yeah, but it's true. <laughs> It's true. So from Tiana at Princess Tiana K, they said, Hey, Kayla and Bethany, this was my first concert and I had a blast. It was so fun streaming it with other armies and going on Twitter after each song. I felt like I was standing with everyone in the stadium. After attending both days, I don't know how it's possible, but I love them even more. What shocked me the most on day one was how awesome Hobie's rapping was. My favorite song is Wings or Outro Wings, so it was amazing hearing them perform it so many times. Oh, and when Namjoon raps at the beginning of Miss Right, I just can't help but blush. He's my bias. (laughs) (laughs) Then... 
Day two was incredible. Seeing the young line perform Cypher Medley. Ugh, I died. It was so awesome. I can't wait until I can see them live. But until then, stay safe and fighting. Ah, uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, she wrote into us from Twitter. I forgot to add that. Okay. So, yeah. But, so that handle is on Twitter. Yeah. But first concert experience, that is so awesome. That's crazy, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I we've got a handful of those in these. So these are their first concert experiences. There are There's so many strange things that I think we're all going to take away from this quarantine time in our lives. And it's just weird that another one of those things mm-hmm. is like, for some people, their first BTS concert was in quarantine. Like, you know, when we're talking yeah, about this. which is crazy. To like mm-hmm. our grandkids, you know, and we're talking about this time, that might be one of the things that's mentioned, you know, like people are mm-hmm. like canceling their weddings and eloping. People are like doing drive by like bridal showers and like, you know, stuff like that. Just, yeah, you know, the stuff. things that the, the extremes that we're going to, you know, just to try to stay safe and healthy. And uh, yeah, the fact that you could have your, your first BTS concert. Very cool. Mm-hmm, definitely. Yeah. So this is from um, BTS Have My Heart on Instagram. They say, I had never actually been to a BTS concert before as I'm a new army. January 2020. Oh, my God. Wow. Uh, So that is uh, that's seven that's a seven you know map of the soul seven army right wow, there neat. that's so cool that's so cool welcome to the fandom you guys two new armies right here Incredible. um so it was super exciting for me it gave me insight into how they were at the beginning with performances like the red bullet so that was useful to see how far they've come i live in the uk so on both saturday and sunday the concert started at 4 a.m which i somehow managed to wake up in time for with lots of snacks and comfy pillows i watched all of day one and two oh my gosh that's awesome i think probably one of the most emotional moments for me was when yungi noticed his dad and brother in the crowd (gasps) and collapsed on the floor with emotion as jimin tried to comfort him oh my gosh what an iconic iconic moment moment. we totally slipped up on that one yeah you know what this is why we're sharing iconic stories because they know they watched they watched more than Mm -hmm. us and this Um, is coming from a january 2020 army so yeah they know they They know know. (laughs) (laughs) um okay uh it was only around a five second clip but i think it summed up how hard they all had to work to prove their worth not only to the entire public but to their family members one of my favorite funny moments would probably be the members dressing up in costumes for the fourth muster concert and catwalking down the stage this was especially funny for jungkook dressed as a carrot when bunny. they performed yeah bunny when they performed in these costumes it was so funny as you can see they can't take themselves seriously at times and struggled to complete the choreo in the outfits oh my gosh yes yes yeah. to all of that how amazing yes thank you what a great <laughs> great story and experience so from sophia porter for real on instagram they said, hi, ladies. I'll share my Bonbon Con story. It's kind of funny. So basically, I've been watching an insane amount of BTS content because my city is under strict quarantine right now, and a couple of my friends showed a little interest in them. Feel you there. <laughs> Kayla, I shoved it down <laughs> your throat. Um. <laughs> you did not even shove it down my throat, okay? But I, you know... It, it, 
I was yeah. willing. I yeah. was willing. You just want to yeah. share them with people. Anyways, yeah. so they continued to say, when I told them I was watching Bon Bon Con, they asked if they could join, and we and we set up a Zoom call and watched it together. Basically, we drank wine. We are all legal age here in Canada, and watched the Wings tour footage until about four a.m. After that night, both friends are insanely obsessed with BTS. Oh my god! Bon Bon Con pushed them into the BTS hole, and I couldn't be happier. <laughs> oh my god, that's so cool! Oh my, wow, that's what I'm talking about. Armies. Reaching more audiences. <laughs> that's that really is such a great story. I can't. I imagine being that, you know, being Sophia, like in this position, knowing that you introduced two of your friends who you really like love to hang out with. But now you can just bond over BTS with because they fell down the hole because of Bon Bon. Oh, my gosh. You guys are about to go on such a journey. Oh, it's going to be such a fun time. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) So excited for you. Um, Okay. So the next one is from Stanford underscore Grace on Instagram. So I'm going to say Grace. Um, So she says, hi, Kayla and Bethany. I'm an army and iconic from Kansas City. Oh, my God. Hi. Um, I watched Bang Bang Con. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I watched Bang Bang Con both nights, all night. It was exhausting, but totally worth it. I'm already having withdrawals. My best friend, who actually introduced me to BTS while we worked as baristas at Starbucks together, was which able Starbucks? to come no, over. Which Starbucks really was it? Was it Forty First and Main? Mm-hmm. Because was it over by Warwick? Because that's where I lived. Oh my god! So, if it was Forty First and Main, we're gonna flip out. Okay, tell us you know dm us or something Mm -hmm. um so okay back to her her story she said my friend was able to come over and watch it with me on a giant makeshift projector screen we made sure to stay over six feet apart wore masks and kept the garage door open for circulation despite the freezing temperatures oh my my god wow the dedication so much dedication. dedication but i totally understand willing to do that and sacrifice that kind of position to just be with someone while experiencing bomb bon con you know yeah wow damn Incredible. i wish we would have planned better bethany we should we could have done we something really like this did i know not. we should have we didn't yeah damn it whatever you know what the thing is is like <laughs> even though we're all home like i'm still working like i still have to get up early in the morning and like work a whole mm-hmm. day you know yeah. so it's it's a little bit different i think for us see I'm not. I'm I'm not working right now. I have no excuse. That's okay. But you watched some. I did. So it's I did. Fine. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so going back to again what she was saying. We had never <laughs> seen the Red Bullet show, so that was absolutely incredible. All the boys were so young. And my favorite show of the night was the Wings Tour epilogue where Bulletproof Part One and Two, all four ciphers, spring day. All in all, it was incredibly memorable for the both of us, and I hope we're able to experience a Bang Bang Con Part 2 very soon. Wow, that would be <sighs> great. If there was a Part yeah. 2, you and I would plan. Yeah. Oh my God, we would we definitely would plan. plan. We really regret <laughs> not doing more for this. Man, thank you, Grace, and what a memorable time for you and your friend to to experience that. That is something that will probably stick in your mind as a as a very happy, wonderful memory during a really hard, difficult time. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. 
So next is from Caitlin.ma underscore Sung on Instagram. They said, I am an Australian army, so BTS don't really come here that often, except for the Wings tour in 2017, which I also wasn't allowed to go to. Ooh, oh, that's sad. I've been in army since 2015 with Run. That was when I was in year five. I'm now in year 10. So I've been in army for five years. Wow. It was really nice seeing all of the stages and then in the outfits and performing and just enjoying themselves. It was really heartwarming. I also stayed up for all the shows because in Australian time, it was from around 1 p.m. to 12-ish maybe. Wow, those are great times. <laughs> I don't have an army bomb, but I do have quite a few albums. They cost a lot over here, so I decided to try to rearrange all of them. If anyone has any ideas, please tell me. I think my favorite stage or concert was the Wings Tour, but the Musters as well were so adorable. Like when they came out of the little changing rooms and the onesies and sugar riding the tricycle and them trying to spot an army mum draw. That was really cute. I really liked that. The fourth muster was my favorite aesthetic wise and the VCR is my absolute favorite. Oh, thank you, oh Caitlin, for, for submitting that. Yes. Thank you, Caitlin. That that Yoongi riding the tricycle is definitely iconic. Also that is iconic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so the next one is from a.sanchez1105 on Instagram, and they say, to be honest, I've been a stan of BTS since I was in fifth grade. I'm a sophomore now. Uh, wow, so two both people, people in are a row. in year five. Wow. And, and year 10 also. Wow. Um, but I've never been able to go to any concert. We didn't even do that, by the way. We did not, like, arrange them. This is the second one Just in a row that's that been, way? like, back to back. Yeah. Yeah. It just happened Weird. that way. I didn't do There's that. There's a lot on of Twilighty stuff going on right now. Doo-doo. In my in my side life. note, really, <laughs> I I just watched Twilight the Saga over again like no, two days ago. But I know that's not what you mean by Twilighty. But yes, I did. Wow. Watch it again and relive your preteen years and feel the love story that you always wanted to happen to you. You know, in the Twilight Zone. Been, no, <laughs> the Twilight Saga. <laughs> I told you I'm talking about the wrong Twilight. I'm not talking about Twilight Zone. I thought you rewatched like the Twilights. <laughs> no. <laughs> I just oh, took your mention of Twilight and I was like, yeah, I just watched Twilight. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I really, I was thinking like the Twilight Zone, like the really old no. TV show. Okay. Sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> Um, sorry, we are so distracted, you guys. Um, so getting back into it, uh, so they go on to say, but I've never been able to go to any concert or get any merch since I have no one to go with. I live in Chicago and I feel like I would get made fun of for trying to buy some since people find it weird for a Mexican and Native American boy, Apache and Aztec to be listening to K-pop. Oh my gosh. I bet that is tough like freaking stereotypes and you know like what other people impose on you as part of you know who you are supposed to be it's so hard (sighs) it's so hard to you know to stand out when you're when you're so deep into it Mm -hmm. um 
even though their music has helped me with a lot of things like depression, my confidence and self-esteem, and just happiness, Bang Bang Khan made me realize just how surreal and life-changing it would be to see them live. Oh my gosh, so true. Yeah. If you ever get to see them live, I mean, you definitely should try. And then they go on to say... P.S. I love you guys and I've been listening since the fifth episode in 2018. I cannot believe that. Oh my gosh. Thank you. Um, He says, your podcast has also helped me be comfortable listening and being more open about being a stan. Plus you guys have also helped with my depression and confidence and self-esteem issues so a million times thank you wow thank you so much for submitting that for saying all those super kind words um definitely if you ever get the chance try to see them in concert you know uh it's i know it's really hard to attend a concert i mean the ticketing process is is hell it's really crazy crazy tickets are expensive um so what's really great about bonbon con is that it was free accessible from home and it really did feel like a concert experience so it was such a blessing and such a kind-hearted thing for Mm -hmm. big hit and bts to do um but wow you should you be comfortable in being a stan you know be proud of it and it's the the more that you feel comfortable with it i feel like the more other people might start to feel comfortable with it Uh, i was just gonna say if you can take one thing if we could say one thing it's like you know be proud of what you like of Mm -hmm. what you enjoy no matter what it is like if it brings you happiness and you know if that's what brings you happiness in life then nobody can make fun of you for that and if they try to okay it makes me happy it's something that I love, like, you know, and it's true that, you know, it becomes more normalized with the people around you as you begin to like it and become more passionate about it because people who care about you, if they really, you know, are happy to see you happy, then they won't really care. They won't care. Yeah. And everyone has some sort of hobby. Everyone has some sort of interest. And even if this comes off as something that is quirky or abnormal for your background or the people that you, you hang around with or come from, uh, just really embrace it. And I feel that the more you embrace it, the more people start to like appreciate or accept like that that's like your thing your hobby what you enjoy and what makes you happy and Mm -hmm. hiding it and keeping it from people when all you want to do is share and be yourself that's more agonizing and I'm I'm guilty of doing this too like I work in a very professional like ultra professional conservative environment and I feel Mm -hmm. like I cannot truly talk about this part of my life and I've been better about telling coworkers and being more open about it um, and being proud. And I've realized that some people think it's weird or whatever, but I'm, I'm happy. I'm, I'm okay, okay with, with that. I'm okay with yeah. that. Yeah. But it took time for us to get here. Not saying, not denying that, yeah. that that didn't take time, but oh, it you know, it's, took a, time. it's, it's okay to be an individual and to have some of those standout characteristics or like, like at my school, I'm like the, that teacher who likes K-pop, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, I'm like, I have my whole desk. I was never quiet about it. No, like I was like, so there's no proud. way. You're loud I was and proud like, there's about no it. way I'm going to be able to hide it it's or like so not admirable. talk about it. So mm-hmm. yeah, I work it into all of my yeah. classes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. So our next submission is from Mani underscore Lou underscore Strat on Instagram. They said, yes, hands in the air. 
watched as much as I could, but did fall asleep both nights. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Sinking my army bomb was stressful and took forever, so I only did the first night. I watched online with other army. We had a private chat going, which was awesome since we could virtually fangirl together. Love it. Was most excited to see the Wings concerts while everyone was there for Wings. Mm -hmm. I mean, it really, I can't express how incredible these Wings concerts were. Um, But they say, since I missed that era, becoming an army in 2018, the Wings solos were incredible, all of them. But oof, Jin's vocals on a wake. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Man. I, it's really, it's, it's unmatched. I also had somehow never seen kindergarten BTS from the third muster and was dying when I saw J-Hope, Jin, and Young in cute overalls that medley. Oh my god, yes, iconic! It's iconic, yeah, and one of those things that we failed to mention earlier. I didn't know it was called kindergarten BTS, but I definitely know this performance. Mm-hmm. Um, I literally squealed out loud and freaked out my husband, mind you, <laughs> that was super early Saturday morning um also loved seeing the soul love yourself concert movie again although why did yungi have to tell the crowd to stand up i would have been up and dancing jumping the entire concert i missed some of the red bullet concert see i fell asleep otherwise much love for bts and big hit for putting on bonbon con up online i had planned for five concerts in the upcoming tour so i'm already experiencing sadness about missing those this year hoping and praying for 2021 love you guys to Jin's moon and back oh. oh no your podcast is awesome and makes my week every week wow um wow five concerts for the upcoming tour that is incredible that's so many that's different concerts so many um mm-hmm. yeah we just kind of got that news today that um they wouldn't be at least that the entire tour is no longer just postponed it's going to be rescheduled and we don't know when it's going to be rescheduled for and i think we were definitely expecting this hoping for it to not happen but expecting and obviously understanding of it because really global health and safety is way more important than going to a concert um but you know it's okay to be sad about it because we're all really looking forward to seeing them again definitely yeah hoping for 2021 that's true yeah okay so our last iconic experience from bang bang khan is from sala ratikinen and sorry if i did not pronounce your name correctly um on instagram uh she says i have only been in army for a year now somehow it feels like a lot longer period of time and because of that i have always wanted to know a little bit more about bts in the beginning of their journey bang bang khan has made it has made that possible and it made me absolutely fall in love with their older songs and even more it oh made, yes. Oh, yes yes it made me so happy to see that the boys were having so much fun on stage and that they really love what they do which is the most important part I think that Bang Bang Khan was extremely well planned as it was free and allowed uh, millions of people to join together, even in these uncertain times. Also, when it is possible again, I am 100% certain that I will attend a BTS concert someday. Yes. Thank you so much. Yes. Um, 
truly, you will see BTS in concert. Like, if you have the drive and the motivation and you've planned, you can definitely do it. Um, but yeah, I, th- I have to agree with uh, Bonbon Con was extremely well planned and that how great it was that it was free and truly millions of people will, were able to chime in and watch all of these concerts together. It makes me so happy that you fell even more in love with their older songs because you were able to be a part of a concert from when they performed those songs originally. And yeah, I, I could definitely see that. That's so mm-hmm. great. I'm, that What a great experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 100%. Um, I think that's a, such a perfect comment to wrap up our iconic experiences. Um, and we just want to give our overall thoughts and emotions after kind of talking through Bang Bang Con and what we kind of thought after doing research. Um, and something that really stuck out to us was just being able to see all these different concert tours, you know, back to back to back. Um, just seeing the growth that the boys had um, between the Red Bullet tour, the wings tour and the love yourself tour um we really looked into like the size of the venues and the amount of people in attendance in these tours and where it really made us curious was watching that meant in soul for the wings tour and how emotional they got and seeing like yoongi cry and jungkook cry because like you said this was really where you feel like they were understanding and realizing their growth and their fame and how much success they had really garnered over the last couple years. So I just wanted to throw some numbers out there because we found it compelling. Um, For the Red Bullet Tour, the largest audience that BTS performed for uh, was 12,500 people in the United States. Um, They've performed for as little as 3,000 people at one time on that concert. Um, Just to put that into perspective for what they were experiencing at the end of the Wings tour that we watched, at that performance, that Gochak Sky Dome had 60,000 people in attendance, and that was not even the largest uh, venue that they performed at during the Wings tour. So quite incredible to go from... 3,000 to 60,000. Uh, the most that they performed uh, was uh, 90,000, you know, like just insane. And then just to wrap it all up even further for the Love Yourself tour, they were performing for um, 80,000 mm-hmm. at a time, 90, you know, so many. The smallest number that they performed for was, um, I really, I, even though this chart does not say it, I would say that it's Fort Worth because we were there mm-hmm. and we know that that convention center is only supposed to hold 13 and a half thousand people. Plus it had a floor, but that floor did not have more than 2000 people on no it. Um, but there was so much they might have room. also, yeah, there was so much room, but you know, maybe like 16,000 minimum, but like maximum, like, you know, 80,000 on that tour. So they just grew so much, not only just in numbers, but in just what they're doing with performing and with touring. Um, now, look at but, them now. I mean, can you imagine with the Speak Yourself tour? After the the success of the Love Yourself tour, they were like, do you think we could pull off 
a stadium tour worldwide and that's what speak yourself was and i feel like that was that trial of can we really do this and here they are map of the soul stadiums all stadiums yeah multiple nights stadiums multiple nights all over the world all over the world yeah and you know what Waiting for 2021 is going to be so worth it. I was thinking this earlier. These concerts, when they come back, when we get to be together with them again, are going to be the best concerts ever. The best. You know? The best. The best. So, you know what else? So much time has passed. Yeah. They'll want to see us as badly as we want to see them. Mm hmm. Something else that I kind of want to brush on that I didn't get to earlier was just that I really enjoyed seeing that they've always been like incredible rappers singers entertainers they've always been goofy on stage they've always had silly moments like you know they've just they've just always been authentic and real and had a great concert experience from the beginning like Mm -hmm. it's not just something that they've learned and grown into like they've always put on an incredible show and I just enjoyed being reminded of that Mm-hmm. Yeah. truly the actual the the talent is there and the inner the ability to entertain is very much there but for us when we were going in and watching a lot of the you know revisiting a lot of these concerts the red bullet tour and just seeing how they interact and how they are on stage and how silly and goofy like seeing j-hope wiggle his hips and you know g cook being super goofy and silly and fun and flirty with each other it hasn't changed. It hasn't changed. Yeah. They're the same. They are so authentic. They are so true to themselves. And uh, getting to see that even though there's a lot of growth, there's a lot of the similarities, the consistencies in their mm-hmm. their vocals, their rap, their entertaining, their personalities. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very neat Who to they see. they are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. thank you. Big hit. Mm-hmm. And thank you, BTS, for organizing this and putting this on for us yeah we all really loved it uh definitely a lot of armies enjoyed it a lot of armies who haven't been able to have the the blessing to be able to attend concerts were Mm -hmm. able to feel like they really got to attend how neat was it that they you could sync up your army bomb like yeah that's fucking cool cool. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah So guys, if you enjoyed this episode or if you enjoyed any of our previous episodes, there's a few things you can do to let us know. First of all, writing a review on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, you know, really wherever you listen, that means so much to us. Whenever we see those, it just really warms our hearts and we really like getting your feedback and that's a great place to just give your honest opinion about what you think about this podcast and hopefully people will see it and it'll make them want to listen as well. Um, you can also tweet at us or you know dm us on instagram or email us if you have anything additional to add to this topic um, or just really anything at all we love hearing from you you can find links of course for all of those things in the description in the description thanks for listening and thanks for standing bts